Former Walmart employees of Reddit, what are your horror stories? My mom was a manager at Walmart. She told me about this woman who was trying to steal a prepaid phone. When she got caught by security, she used the knife she was attempting to open the plastic packaging with to cut the security dude after cutting herself. She then went on to scream at him that she has an infectious disease and now he's going to have it for trying to stop her. I used to do field service for Walmarts in the Portland, Oregon area. The East Portland stores were especially fun. The Wood Village, Eastport Plaza, and Happy Valley stores are relatively close together, and we text refer to them as the Gauntlet. The Eastport Plaza store was especially active, and we nicknamed that one the Thunderdome. Every visit, we would witness an arrest or something more exciting or disgusting. Last Christmas, for instance, while Frank Sinatra's version of Mistletoe and Holly was playing, a dude was totally face-planted by some cops after resisting arrest, in the process damaging the automatic doors and knocking over a display. Another time, a tech witnessed the arrest of the hottest-looking naughty worker ever on 82nd Street, being cuffed and stuffed in the parking lot. One day, I arrived at Thunderdome and noticed that I could not get the customer service desk to check in. Several workers were not allowing people to pass, and there was also a number of orange cones marking the restricted area. A quick whiff indicated what my eyes later confirmed. Crap all over the floor. The men's room is right next to the customer service area. Eventually, they had to break out the Zamboni machine to finish cleaning up. I had about 10 registers to work on there that day. They beat the hell out of their equipment in that store. And after two hours, I was ready to take a leak and check out. They still weren't letting anybody into the men's room. God only knows what horrors there must have been. Working there as a cashier since October, Christmas Eve rolls around and thank God I'm not scheduled to work. Cue phone call from the manager asking why I haven't come in yet that day. I'm not on the schedule? Manager. Yes, you are. I'm not coming in. I wasn't on the schedule. Next day I worked was the day after Boxing Day went and looked at the schedule and lo and behold, someone wrote that I was supposed to work in pencil. I quit shortly thereafter. I had a coworker call me one morning. When I answered the phone very sleepily, she just started crying and asked, You didn't know you were scheduled, did you? I hadn't been scheduled but my boss changed the schedule after my previous day of work and didn't inform me. I couldn't get to work that morning because of my lack of transportation, and I had to hang up after a painful conversation with my sobbing co-worker. I transferred not long after that since my boss let that happen a few more times. I shouldn't have to wake up at 5 in the morning to call my boss and see if I'm scheduled for the day simply because she changed the printed schedule constantly. You see, co-workers couldn't leave until coverage arrived. If you're the only trained cashier and the next person doesn't show up and no one else on the floor is cashier trained, they want you to stay until the late person shows up. But if they'd already worked eight hours and covered for two additional hours with their coverage not showing up, she was likely to be overworked and at her wit's end only to call and realize no one was coming and she'd have to do a double shift. I worked at Walmart about 13 years ago at one of the few stores left that closed overnight. It was a regular old Walmart, not at all super. I worked overnight stocking. I liked it. I only dealt with customers for a couple hours before the store closed and then just stocked the shelves. I mainly worked in the automotive department. 
and the nights would go by really fast. I worked with a bunch of people who were related to each other. There was a dad, Steve, his wife, his wife's sister, and a stepdaughter who worked there during the day in the jewelry department. Steve stalked the sporting goods department right next to mine. This guy was really gross. He would constantly pop over to my section and ask me if I needed help lifting stuff up onto the overstock shelves, and he would make comments about how pretty I was and how if he was 10 years younger, he'd date me. Dude was pushing 50 and I was just a 19-year-old girl. I just laughed off his comments, say I didn't need help, and that I was perfectly happy with my boyfriend, thank you. One night, he decided to tell me how big his one-eyed monster was. He relayed a story, a total lie, I'm sure, about how one day he was getting out of the shower and his stepdaughter, who was 17, saw him accidentally and exclaimed about how nice his one-eyed monster was and how she wanted to try it out. I was dumbfounded and I did not know what to say. I just said, oh, well, I gotta get back to work and kind of shuffled away. A week later, he was caught doing the deed with his wife's sister in the bathroom at work. They were both fired, his wife quit, and his stepdaughter continued to work there. Mine isn't as bad as some of those here, but it was its own special kind of awful. I worked on third shift for a summer between college years. The Walmart I was in had about one hour's worth of music playing over the speakers all night, playing on a non-stop loop. My sleep habits were already pretty mucked from trying to adjust to third shift, but the music is what really did it. I heard that same music loop over and over again, all shift, five days a week. When I left the store, I would still hear it running in my head. Then I started hearing it in my dreams. Then it got so ingrained that I started just dreaming I was working my shift at Walmart. Several days a week. I would have the experience of working an entire eight-hour shift. Then, just around quitting time, my alarm clock would go off, and I would wake up and go work an eight-hour shift. I quit a few weeks early at the end of the summer because I was losing my gosh-darn mind. I sprained my back moving product in the back. At first, I thought it was a pulled muscle, and I walked towards the pharmacy to try and buy a heating pad and some Tylenol. I made it to jewelry, barely keeping conscious from the pain. I asked my coworker to call management and let them know I had hurt myself pretty badly and needed to go to the hospital. Management told her to have me go back to the office to fill out paperwork. I blacked out twice going back and was yelled at for taking so long. I ended up being out for a month and a half for the injury and got a whopping $24 in workman's compensation because the second I got hurt, my hours were reduced to one hour a week. I hate Walmart. A friend of mine was working part-time at Walmart. He'd been there for over a year. He was working any and all positions, shifts that they threw at him, so he could try to provide for his wife and unexpected baby. He started to apply for any and all full-time positions as they really needed the benefits. One day, management took him aside and told him this was not the Walmart way and he needed to make a plan with steps on how to get a particular position. Apparently, anything full-time is not okay. Walmart wants to help you achieve your specific goals, but really Walmart wants to use you as much as they can and break your spirit. Once I had a woman who was giving me a hard time about a coupon that was expired, 
Coupon people are the worst. She refused to give up. She really wanted that dollar off. My line was getting really long and I was getting really frustrated. So I reached my pocket and pulled out a five and said, If I give you a five, will you give up on this coupon? She got angry and said, I can't believe you said that to me. She told the CSM, but I didn't get in trouble for it. The amount of times that people ask me why we don't take coupons after they expire is ridiculous. They have a freaking date on them for a reason. I'll start with my grossest. A woman comes in with some underwear and said they didn't fit, and she wanted to return them for cash because she had already bought the correct size elsewhere. She had a receipt and plopped a Walmart bag down on the counter. Inside this bag were six crusty, crap-stained underwear that were a biohazard from six feet away. Needless to say, I did not touch them. I page the manager on duty and he tells me to just take them back, despite being very gross. Process the return and she happily left the store with her $8. Former cart pusher had an old lady try to tip me $1 after I helped her bring her newly bought plants or some crap to her car, told her I couldn't accept it per company policy, and it was only $1, so I mean, it wasn't particularly enticing. She then proceeded to roll over in her little scooter mobile and stuff it down the front of my pants. She chuckled dirtily as she rolled away. Yo, Granny is uh, making it rain over here. Look at all those pennies. Just tossing pennies at all of those cart pushers. I love going to Walmart. I get to see all the chunky hunkies. Here, pennies, pennies for everyone. <laughs> I worked for Mallwart 11 years ago for a whopping total of eight months. I worked the overnight shift as an overnight stalker for Department 8, Pets. The store I worked at had just gotten brand new high-rise shelves installed. They were said to be able to hold over a ton. Well, one night after getting all my regular freight stocked and overstocked put into the bins, my bosses had me pull eight pallets of Arm & Hammer cat litter. The boxes had a bonus 10 pounds inside, making them nearly 35 or so pounds apiece. They wanted all of those on the high risers. I asked if they were absolutely sure the shelves would be able to handle all that weight. I threw a crap fit about it because I know I was in the right for being worried. Other department managers who were there also sided with me. They watched me over the next couple of hours as I carefully did my job. As I was putting the final 12 boxes on the bottom shelf, I heard a cracking and tearing sound. And the next thing I know is I'm buried underneath all of the cat litter that had caused the shelves to collapse. Everybody in the store heard it happen, and everybody was explicitly told not to dial 911 or anything. Muck that crap! After getting all my blood cleaned from my face and cuts patched up, I called my uncles, then my girlfriend, who was a lawyer, told her what had just occurred and what the upper management is attempting to do. As of today, I still haven't spent all the money I received as a result of going to court over it. Muck Walmart. I was a department manager in Frozen Foods. One day, on one of my days off, so I didn't witness this, one of my employees came into work seeming very confused and disoriented. 
She couldn't remember the date, what day it was. Someone asked her what her name is. She couldn't remember. She clearly had what some would call a very minor case of serious brain damage. The store refused to call 911 and instead called for her mother to pick her up and take her to the hospital. Apparently something that not everyone appears to be aware of is that if you ask someone, what is your name, and they respond, I don't know, then you need to call for an ambulance. This woman had a blood vessel in her brain that popped. Her head partially exploded. It could have terminated her. And those cheap plasters at Walmart wouldn't call 911. There was also someone in produce who had a heart attack. The store didn't call 911 for him either. One of the other produce associates had to volunteer to take him to the hospital. Walmart is the only place I've ever worked at where I could say they wouldn't care if I passed on right there in the store. And it wouldn't be hyperbole. Muck Walmart. Wow, there definitely is a theme here. That's two stories now of people nearly just getting terminated in the store. Is there a rule or something that like you just can't call 911? That's insane. Why would they do this? What's wrong with you, Walmart? I was working at Walmart at the beginning of this year. Aside from weird older men hitting on me, it wasn't that bad. A few weeks before the minimum pay was raised, they decided I needed a new position in the store. I was told that I was great with people and need to be out helping customers as opposed to checking. Sales associates get paid less than cashiers. They told me that since it was basically a promotion for me, that they would let me keep the cashier pay instead of lowering me to sales pay. I agreed to the job for that reason, plus new job was full-time. A week later, they take me to sign the papers for the job switch, and the manager gets to the pay part. He says, I know we told you that we could keep the same pay, but it's just easier to make it the same as everyone else's. Uh, besides, everyone's pay is going up in a few weeks anyway. So I just agreed. Whatever. Still going to be making more. Then my hours start getting cut. I agreed to 40 hours. I was cut down to 25. My manager said he messed up the schedule on accident and would fix it. It continued happening every week. I finally got so frustrated I just left one day and never came back. Four hours into my first shift, I was facing items on a bottom shelf while a coworker was facing items on the top shelf. She dropped a gallon of Gatorade on my head. Management refused to let me report the injury or leave to seek medical attention. I finished the shift, dazed and in pain. The next day, I found out my skull was broken. Officially, since I was not allowed to report the injury, it didn't happen at work. I rage quit. This happened before I got hired, but I heard enough about it from coworkers. An elderly couple would come in once a week to go shopping. The old man had trouble walking, so he would kiss his wife and go sit in the fitting room area until she was done. One day, they came in and did the little kiss, and he also handed her his wedding ring, like he knew something was about to happen. A couple minutes of sitting there after his wife walked off, the guy collapsed to the floor, and the fitting room ladies called 911. One of the department managers of the time was also a paramedic, so he rushed over. The old guy started to cough up blood, and every available associate had to come and make a wall of people so customers don't see what is going on. All these associates saw and heard the guy choking on his own blood. 
now coming out of his nose and ears, passing on on the floor. They were trying to find his wife, and no one could find her, and the associates had to wait a half an hour for the coroner to get down there and take the body. The associates who saw it still have flashbacks about it. One day, a woman stole a bottle of perfume and took it to the bathroom. She poured it out into her own container and then proceeded to fill the container with her own urine. She then took the bottle up to the returns and tried to return it. To this day, I have no idea why my manager gave her the refund. It was very obvious that the woman urinated in the bottle because it was still warm. A woman steals perfume, returns her own urine, and profits from Walmart. You know, it takes a type of crazy to actually be prepared to do stuff like that. Is that in her, like, agenda? Is that in her calendar, you know? Ah, yes, today is going to be a wonderful day as I'm just going to steal some delectable perfume from Walmart and then just return it for an extra few bucks with my equally as valuable urine. That's a whole nother level of crazy. I warn you, and I warn myself, we are never going to go to Walmart late at night. Just no. Someone left a baby in a stroller just chilling in one of the aisles one night. I was a cashier at the time, so I don't know all the details. But from what I know, authorities got involved and the guy came back after what we think was at least an hour or two appearing oblivious to what he did wrong. I don't think he spoke much English, so it was just a confusing situation all around. Thank God for the guy stalking who was looking out. We're lucky it didn't get any worse knowing how crazy people who come through can be, let alone at night. What's weird was this wasn't even brought up again with my coworkers, so I don't recall what ended up happening to the guy. It was just another stupid thing we witnessed. The whole don't call 911 thing was standard also at Target. I worked in the deli and our gloves to clean the slicer went missing one day. They are reinforced to help in case your finger makes contact with the blade so the blade won't slice through your finger. Well, I told my manager we needed gloves and kept reminding her every day I worked, but she would just reply with, I've let the ETL know. One day I'm cleaning the slicer, it's taken apart so it can't open any wider than the locked and closed position, but there's an open spot at the top where the sharpener goes. Anyway, I'm cleaning it and my finger catches the blade right on the tip and it gets cut off. I felt a sting, thought it was minor and went to the sink. I take off my latex gloves and start rinsing and I see my fingertip is gone, just flat and pouring blood. So I wrapped it in my pure white deli coat and walk out to the deli in the front. I showed the leader on deck for the night and she freaks out, pulls me into the break room and then has somebody take me to the hospital. Some people suggested she call an ambulance after about 20 minutes of me standing at the sink bleeding. Then she pulled in a guy who was shopping that was a part-time firefighter and he took one look and said, I should have been at the hospital 30 minutes ago. Crazy. This guy comes in on a busy day, and I start ringing him up for all kinds of stuff from around the store, including the newly released PS2 and GameCube. Yeah, I worked there a lifetime ago. He writes a check, and I proceed to process it in our little machine. It comes back with a suspicious error, so I tell him the machine is acting weird, and outside of earshot, I call a manager over. He starts getting visibly nervous as a few CSMs, 
cashier managers, come over and inspect the check. They ask him a few questions and take the check and disappear, stating they need to run it on a different register and that there's nothing to worry about and they'll be right back. After a few minutes, he is sweating bullets and eventually starts slowly making his way out of electronics. His pace quickens until he's full-on running for the door. I watch him from the register because, frick it, I'm not breaking a sweat for minimum wage. And BAM! Our huge security guy tackles him to the ground, picks him up, and escorts him up front. At this point, I tell a co-worker to take over the register, and I head up front to see what else happens. I just had a feeling. I get there to see the guy meet up with the CSMs that took the check, a handful of managers, and a few police. They present the check to him, ask where he got it, and before anyone can react, he lunges forward, grabs the check, and eats it. Dude ate the check. They wrestle with the guy a little and bring him into the back room. Customers and staff alike were staring in disbelief at what had just occurred. I found out later that the guy was traveling from Walmart to Walmart across state borders, passing bogus checks. So, yeah, normal stuff. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description as well. Thanks a lot for watching. See you next time.